welcome the audience to New Generation Women, and I'm Janine Fanzenos. Some of us felt it already during summer. This fall is going to be challenging. We are walking through really exhausting transformative processes, and as liberating as they are, they are also shaking us big time. We have two choices. We can evolve or we repeat. We evolve or repeat. And the most challenging part about transformation is not to repeat the same choices again and again. So I repeat it, the most challenging part about transformation is not to repeat the same choices again and again. You heal when you make better choices, my mentor said years ago. It took me years to actually understand what he meant. And it sounds easy, it, doesn't it? I only have to make new choices to evolve, heal, transform the world. Sure, I can do this. Um, we think. And it's not easy. It can be mostly real work. It's inner work on top of the work that we do in the outside world until it becomes easier. So we're almost living in two worlds. We live the normal life in the outside world while we are working inside of us. People feel very often exhausted. They did not do a lot of the outside work, but worked a lot in the inside. Some people have the luxury to go on a retreat. Some people can take a year off, but most of us, we can. It doesn't pay our bills. We do not get an Oscar for it. And even if we might lose or confuse friends um, or our community or even colleagues at work, because we are going against mainstream society and because many on this journey might not support us, especially those we thought so. This is all part of the transformation process. And it's, I would have loved to know it that would have been way easier for me and I would have suffered less. We have not been taught to give ourselves on this journey the credit for this inner work. And we are so used to receive all the goodies, the paychecks, the likes, the compliments, the appreciation, so-called, when we do what society tells us to do. And that's the whole point. It always keeps us dependent on it. And in the long, it might be a short-term success, a short-term happiness. But many of us have felt, well, the car didn't make us happy. The partner didn't make us happy. Even the kids didn't make us as happy as we thought. So we always come to a point of emptiness. And what it does in the inward journey, we are going towards the point of emptiness to meet what really is there. And as long as we stay in the outside, it will stay empty for us. But if we go inside, we meet that point of fulfillment, of wholeness, and that is a journey, and it's a journey through the jungle. From there, unconditionally, things coming from a source of wholeness, a source of a deeper joy, a source of independence, and then the world can come. Now, we haven't been taught that, and we spiral still in a very different form. Bottom line, and if you're listening to me, you think well, Janine, transformation doesn't sound very sexy. Well, until we get to that point where we feel whole, and I know, I do know. And then you say, I, I better change the world. I better go out and do something good in the world. But you might also hear from spiritual teachers, the way to transform the world is to transform yourself. And you will hear it on and on again. So that sucks and we cannot run away. And it's not supposed to run away. It's really supposed to stop and go inward. Let's take a closer look at the alternative. We accuse them. They should do it. 
the world is and look how extreme do they get. Our attention remains outside. We quickly feel like victims and are continually reacting to what is happening outside of us. Just think about it for a second. Maybe you think about someone or have seen someone or some of the celebrities. You think like, wow, they are repeating the same on and on again. Like some men have the same kind of woman and type of woman again and again and again. And you think like, you're 60, haven't you learned anything? But no, they are still in this reactivity. And you can almost also predict with some people, not just by choosing a partner, also by the way how they react to certain situations, how they will react to certain situations. Very easy in partnerships. I mean, you're so easily on the roof. Your partner just know your trigger points right away. So he, he or she or you become the play ball to your partner because, you know, my sweetheart and I, we are doing this all the time and we are so much laughing about it because we just know which button to press and then he's up on the roof again. And same with me. So that means somehow we are slaves of our reactions and reactive habits and cannot even make new choices anymore because we feel so stuck in the same, same, same old system. What is a new choice? We choose to stop reacting the usual way and learn to respond differently. And I agree, this time is really, really demanding. It takes our full attention and it takes our absolute determination, commitment and willpower to go beyond our habits. Now, when we are hurting enough, when we are broken open, we somehow have the willpower and the readiness to do so, to do that and to do so. Let's share a story and um, also see the bigger picture where we are in. The bigger picture is easy to explain and very hard to live. This year is a year of transformation for all of us, all of us. Spiritually speaking, we are being stopped radically in the outside to go inward in my view, it is divine intervention and Corona is an effect, but not the cause. Almost an instrument to stop us and bring the whole shit and layers that have been suppressed to the surface. Not to torture us, but to liberate us. And yes, that can feel complete like a torture of the universe. Everything seems to be against us. If we fight it and we keep running outside, achieving, go-getting purely in the outside, the energy is not supportive. We still have that war outside. We still feel we need to conquer something outside. We need to prove, fight, and that has a very dead end. If we go inside and consciously make a choice to becoming more aware of what we are actually doing, of what we are living, how do we want to spend the rest of our lives? What are we doing to our planet? What are we doing to ourselves, to our loved ones? How are we living with our resources? What are we doing at work? How are we parenting? I mean, all those different questions are leading us closer to the truth and to a wholer story, a wholer answer. Um, so that inward turn, that inward question has absolutely or have absolutely back tailwind. Going inward this year has back tailwind because transformation is always, always an inward process first. Think about the caterpillar and the butterfly. We are in the caterpillar state right now. So let's make it a little bit lively with a story. There are good stories, by the way, and movies out there such as Peaceful Warrior, Remember the Titans, Matrix, Wild with Reese Witherspoon, who help us to see what good happens with people when they are facing their inward journey, their topics, their life, and 
overcome their own barriers and obstacles. It mostly happens when we have injuries, when we, our life gets stuck, when we feel empty, when we don't have the success we want, when we don't get the love we want from our loved ones. So mostly we are lacking something and we are feeling very drained because in every power we could, we have pleased, appreciated, supported, being loyal, worked hard enough to think we should have it by now. And many people report if they have it, they feel so empty, they don't want to even have it anymore. So my biggest and hardest transformation was 25 years ago when I was 28. I was um, close to do a really big step into my TV career. And um, I had already small signs before, like, you know, the cameras in your face. I had chicken pox was 28. I had, um, um, how do you say that, a tooth surgery that didn't go well. So my, it was all blue and um, blue and green, but that didn't warn me enough until I had a bike accident. I fell flat on my face. I was unconscious. My wrists were broken. Doctors said that will never heal again, which is beyond devastating for a young woman. And particularly when you do television. And four weeks later, I went back to hospital. My face was almost totally healed, but I had that terror underneath even if I had no clue about psychology, about anything about spirituality, I knew I had to look inside. It was just a call. It was just this call by terror and panic. Um, and that's when life jumps in and comes with help, with support, with signals. And I met a Buddha, I, a monk, sorry, a monk. I never had studied Buddhism. And I met him, I don't even know how, but I met him, he was very young, was very fun. And um, he said, why don't you come to us? We have a lot of young people from all kinds of countries. Um, we are working together. And I didn't even take a breath. I said, yes. And a week later, I was in the Lake District in England. I was cooking with monks. I was working in the garden, in the park. Um, I think I had the time of my life. I wasn't seeing any mirrors. I wasn't seeing myself in the camera. I had two pairs of jogging trousers and some sweaters with me. It was all about just doing something that felt that mattered. It was interacting with people where we connected on a very different way. We didn't stand or linger in the surface. It was a very fulfilling journey. And that pulled me to go with my former husband to Native Americans, to California, to Hawaii, to Kauai, um, to Fintoran, Scotland, where we were studying new forms of perspectives of living, of intuitive soul knowledge that really transformed me on the way. Now, I believe that life also gives you the time to go inward, but it tells you also, but not to your timing. You don't know when to go out. And I kept having a dream that said, go back to dancing. I barely could walk. I was still in a lot of pain and that was really hard. But I, that pulled me to find answers because I wanted to be whole and healed. But that was the whole purpose of that journey because that would just transform. Think about caterpillar, butterfly again. And the, the point was, I had that dream of go back to dancing a couple of times. I got very angry in my dream even. And I think it was like a couple of months later that I met a salsa teacher at a private in salsa and that was it. I was hooked. I mean, I was hooked and within a few months I was able to train seven days a week. I was training three hours a day. I had a dance partner and a year later I was on stage. Now, I looked different. I looked way more beautiful, shining because it came from inward. I had learned so many lessons. 
I really had transformed. And it took me those couple of years to do that transformation. And my ex-husband and also friends of mine said, you're a total different woman. And I was a way more, I was a happier woman. I was a more aware woman. I had deeper qualities of relationship, but that doesn't mean that it stopped, you know, new layers come up. It's like a peeling of the layers until you, you touch the essence and in the essence you become awake and aware and then you might have the the glory and the blessing of being really enlightened and woken up um but it doesn't have to be the challenging transformation happen most more way more challenging times on an individual basis so having had really bad accidents was quite common in my generation it can become in milder forms let's just go to a really milder form next time when you see yourself acting out anger frustration you go into a defensive or attacking mode can you then choose to stop and become the witness of your emotional, mental, or physical reactions? Can you observe what kind of reactions do I have? Do I have a fearful reaction? Do I have shame reaction? Or do I have anger reaction? Alone, this is already very valuable for understanding how you're making that gap possible between being a witness and between having that movie happening in which you step out or the experience and you're not in the hands and the grip of that anymore. That's called actually ego reactions, which means you're in the grip of the ego, which will never liberate you and will never bring you to happiness. So ego is self-hate masked as love. And we want to unravel that. We want to peel the layers away from that self-hate that is so deep in human nature that makes sense when we look at what's happening in the world, that war is still happening. Um, or has happened so often that people are now having not big wars, but we're having the wars with each other. Separation has never been so strong as now. And that is actually the part to stop that and find unity and going back to oneness. And of course, it is a lot for you, for those who have not heard for so much, but it is such a clear explanation of what happens transformation what is happening right now and why transformation is scary but it shouldn't threaten you to death it is actually not it's you go yes into the jungle but you will turn out as a butterfly and it is just peeling the layers away that blocks us as humanity that keeps us being in war that keeps us being out of love to go on this call of love and be in love again. And it's a journey. It's not something that comes. That's why it's called transformational process. It goes over time. Now we have much quicker times. Time is supporting that. So what has taken years, um, a generation or a decade or two decades ago, goes now for a year, two years or three years. And if you ask me, oh, Eugene, are you free of anger? No, no, I'm still getting outraged. But now I know it, I see it, I'm aware of it. I let the anger flow. I might even see myself making anger bigger, add memory stories and give it more energy. And then you think, Janine, what has really changed? Um, and I would say I get out of it so much quicker. I learned to anchor myself, breathe through it, go back to a place of inner stillness, return to my daily spiritual practice and rituals. And that is a new inner world that is indeed evolving, emerging, and became stronger over the last years, which becomes more and more now my new reality of peace, of loving kindness, of gentleness, of stillness, of a deeper, quieter joy. 
and an awakening to a presence of love. Now, while the inner world became a safe haven and it has become more part of my daily life um, and sometimes it is like I'm still in and out, I'm floating in and out. So I'm in that world maybe already a third part of my day, sometimes just, you know, very minor, just sometimes just five minutes or an hour. Sometimes I stay there for a day, but it becomes stronger. Um, with building this inner world, telling and sharing with awakening people, especially with women, I would share stories. And telling our stories from a more aware point of view can be really, really healing for each other. My business and partner and I started a kickoff for a transformative growth and leadership online retreat. The managers had more than enough on their plates. The question kept coming back, really guys, on top of everything else, now this. And sometimes you push things because you know it's going to be okay. So we did, expecting the worst. And while we had prepared a few cool slides, examples, self-inquired tools, guidelines on transformation, the small breakout groups, they made the difference. Our participants were brought together in groups of twos, threes, fours, to talk heart to heart. For us, setting the stage so they could exchange tanner topics, make time for them to connect on a human level again, after having been digital all the time, holding a safe place for people to speak their heart, that was a real game changer. So this experience inspired me to return to the power of sharing more honest, human, superhuman, enlightening stories, wise stories on transformation, which also leads me to one of my favorite quotes of Ram Das. We are all just walking each other home. We are all just walking each other home. So where's home? Love is home. Source is home. Consciousness is home. Peace is home. Oneness, coming together as home, unity, wholeness. That feels like home, doesn't it? So let's go home. Let's go home, guys. And if you feel like I didn't have that feeling for so long or since the lockdown happened, think about a sunset. Think about a tender moment you had with your kids, a light moment with nature, this perfect moment with your spouse, this moment of being alive and authentic, that is the moment that I'm talking about. That's home. That, that's home. You know, we know home is where your heart is. And it, sound, it's, it feels so far away. And it's just so there. So last week I walked home with, or a part of home, a passage towards home, with the beautiful intuitive coach, writer, and curator Tina Gutknecht. Originally, she's from Germany. Currently, she lives in New York and holds a place for her clients to walk with them to become aware of the significant value of being sensitive. And sensitive is so valuable. Now, I learned at school and in my radio upbringing, you know, Janine, sensitive is really weakness. And that has, of course, caused some wounds. Tina always smiles and says, no, 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 guys, sensitive is the new gold. I love that so much. We had this really precious talk on transformation and also on being sensitive, which I think is so valuable for walking each other home. And I experienced Tina as a wonderful, wise, old soul. So if you're interested in walking home with us, uh, or if you're interested in um, what is a sensitive, or if you feel, or if you've been told you're sensitive, join us. Join my talk show with Tina. It's on YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, on iTunes. And 
I just really love it. I, I think it's really worth it. And so much more will come out of it. That's what we promise. Having said this on this positive note, wherever you are walking home right now, have a soulful, peaceful rest of your day. Until soon. Bye-bye.